Hi, this is Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. There are many life changes that can happen after divorce that make it difficult or impossible to uphold requirements of your divorce decree. The orders issued in a divorce are based on the facts presented at that time, but the circumstances used in issuing those orders can obviously change. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, Talk to us at Cordell and Cordell. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Welcome in to a new edition of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. I am your host, TJ McBride of MileHighSports.com. That is where you can find all of our Nuggets content and everything else that goes up on that site. Just go ahead and type in MileHighSports.com and click on that Nuggets icon in the top right corner. We are going to get into the Nuggets Game 4 victory on the road in San Antonio to even up the series tonight. The Nuggets ended up winning 117-103, and it was a really miraculous performance, if you ask me, just because it felt like the Nuggets were on the brink of collapse for the majority of this series. They have not played well, they have not looked like a 54-win team, and they have not operated as if they were prepared to take on a team like the Spurs in the playoffs. All of that changed in Game 4, and I actually just wrote about this on Mile High Sports, but all of the things the Nuggets were saying that they wanted to do, they wanted to hit first, they wanted to be more physical, they wanted to hit their open shots, they finally backed it up with action for the first time this series in this Game 4. So it was a big, big, big time win for the Nuggets, who ended up hitting... 15 of their threes, 48 or 40 of 89 from the field, and then they also got to the line 24 times where they hit 22 of those free throws. Offensively, they were very, very good tonight, but they were also very good defensively. It was a very just... The Nuggets were locked in, and when you look at what the Spurs said after the game, which I actually put into my article that's on MileHighSports.com right now, they all said that the Nuggets were just hungrier than them. The Nuggets were just fighting harder. They just wanted this game more, and that's what it looked like. The Nuggets knew their backs were against the wall, and they showed up and they played a game in a way that we had not seen them play so far in the playoffs. With that win, the Nuggets have now broken their 13-game losing streak in San Antonio. They have gotten their first road playoff win as a group, and now they have tied the series 2-2, coming back to Denver with two more home games left. This series is now essentially a three-game series. It's going to be whatever team is manages to win two of the next three games. So... This was a huge win for Denver, being that they already have that they now also took back home court advantage. So the Nuggets will be able to have two more games at home. The Spurs will play one more game in San Antonio, and if the Nuggets are able just to take care of business at home as as they have done all year, they have a very very high likelihood of being able to go to the next round of the playoffs and take on either the Portland Trailblazers or the Oklahoma City Thunder. So overall, just a gigantic victory for the for the, the Denver Nuggets tonight to be able to remind themselves of how dominant they could be. So before we go any further, though, I want to give a quick shout out to the Regulators Production Group. They are the ones who made the beats on the intro and outro of this podcast, as I tell you every time I'm on this show. And in addition to that, Terrapin Care Station, who was the presenting sponsor of the show. Without them, there wouldn't be a Denver Nuggets Daily. So go check out Terrapin Care Station Terrapin Care Station. Sorry, it's like 4.30 in the morning in San Antonio right now, so bear with me here, but 
Go to Terrapin Care Station. Definitely check out their stuff for all of your cannabis goods in the Denver metro area. And before I go any further, here is a quick word from Terrapin Care Station themselves. Before we get into the rest of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast, let me give you one quick word from our sponsors over at Terrapin Care Station. Since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with high-quality cannabis products at everyday low prices. Serving the communities of Denver, Boulder, and Aurora, they offer their own flour and concentrates, as well as all the brands you love at prices that you just won't believe. They pride themselves in having the most knowledgeable and professional staff in the industry, and their team will work with you one-on-one to help you find the products that are perfect for you. Their dispensaries are unassuming, safe, and discreet with ample parking at every location for a seamless retail experience. For up-to-date menus and promotions, head over to www.terrapincarestation.com or just come visit one of their five convenient Colorado locations today. Again, that is terrapincarestation.com, T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N, carestation.com. very late and i still have to pack my bags before flying back tomorrow morning so i'm gonna have to keep this podcast somewhat short for this one but i do want to dive into a couple particular interesting things that happened in this game and i think we have to start with nikola Jokic, who wasn't just dominant but historically dominant in his playoff performance so just statistically wow what a game 29 points shot 10 of 22 from the field which i think is actually a very good thing i know it wasn't very efficient but nikola Jokic Jokic took eight more shots in the second than Jamal Murray, who had the second most shots taken on the team. So Nikola Jokic willingly put this team on his back in game four, which I think is a big deal. But 29 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists, zero turnovers in this game. Just a magnificent performance from Nikola Jokic, who was a plus 17 in his almost 39 minutes of action. That's right, Nikola Jokic almost played 40 minutes in Game 4 of the playoffs, and we are already in April 21st. Well, April 20th was the game yesterday. So, not only did Nikola Jokic show that he can dig deep and play these gigantic minutes when the Nuggets need him to, but he also put the team on his back when they needed him to. He was hyper-efficient while doing so and did not turn the ball over or make bad decisions as well. So with that stat line, 29 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists, 0 turnovers, that stat line of 29, 12, and 8 or more with no turnovers has only been done one other time in playoff history, and that was Baron Davis back in 2002. When you open it up to one um, turnover, you start getting Charles Barkley, LeBron James, and a few other Hall of Fame caliber names. So, Nikola Jokic wasn't just good, he was great. He was historically great in this game, and there's no chance in hell the Nuggets escape this game with or escape with this win without him. He he was nothing short of a complete superstar tonight for the Denver Nuggets, and it was absolutely fantastic to see because there were questions about Nikola Jokic in the playoffs. Was he really going to be just as good as he was in the regular season when you get to the playoffs and, and, the, and the game slows down and people begin targeting players like Nikola Jokic on defense and the game just fundamentally changes around him? But so far in the playoffs, there is nothing to be said. 
that Nikola Jokic is not doing things just as well, if not even better in the playoffs than he did in the regular season. I mean, when you really start to look at what Nikola Jokic has been able to do in this postseason, it's staggering. He's averaging 20.5 points, 11.8 rebounds, 9.3 assists, and only 1.8 turnovers a game while shooting 48.3% from the field, 375 from the three-point line, and 90% from the free-throw line. Those are absolutely stupid numbers for a, you know, a very... I guess, unathletic center playing in his very first playoff series ever against the Spurs, nonetheless, who have been in the playoffs 22 straight years, who are being coached by the greatest coach of all time in Greg Popovich. That's incredible. And then for him to do that, to have that game in San Antonio for game four, when the Nuggets were in a must-win situation and had lost 13 straight games in San Antonio, there are not enough incredible adjectives to throw Nikola Jokic's way for the game that he had tonight. But he was not the only one who had a very important game. Jamal Murray, for all of his struggles in the first three games of this playoff series, had easily his best game of the series against the Spurs in Game 4. Jamal ended up finishing with 24 points on a hyper-efficient 8 of 14 shooting and 3 of 5 from 3-point land and added in 6 assists against just 1 turnover as well. And Michael Malone made a defensive switch, putting Derek White uh, to have him defended by Gary Harris. So to have... Jamal Murray defending Bryn Forbes instead of Derek White was a very helpful thing for him as well. And Bryn Forbes was only 3 of 6 from the field tonight. Nothing impressive. 10 points, minus 14 overall, plus minus. So, overall, I mean, it's hard to find fault with what Jamal Murray was able to do in this game. He was so well-rounded. He was so controlled. He was making good decisions. And nothing was forced. That's been the issue is that he's been forcing so many bad shots and bad passes and bad decisions that 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 bad decision making, once it was removed from his game, elevated his potential to impact the game substantially. And I think that's what we saw from Jamal Murray tonight was that he just played a smart game. I've been hammering Jamal Murray for how bad he has been in this series. But if Jamal can play like he did in game four, which is not anywhere near out of the realm of possibility, it's just a change in mindset. If he can do that, he has so many talents and gifts to be able to help this Nuggets team not just win this series, but maybe even win two series and find themselves in the Western Conference Finals way ahead of schedule. Who knows? But if Jamal Murray keeps playing like he did tonight, the Nuggets are in as good of a spot as any team because you're looking at the best young core with the player who is not just incredibly talented in Jamal Murray, but is learning how to mentally think themselves through the game about how they can be most effective in their role. And it does look like, at least after this game four, Jamal Murray is now back onto that path after taking a few steps backwards in games one, two, and three. But Jamal was not the only great game in this as well. Like I said, Nicola had a great game, Jamal had a great game, but the MVP arguably... And, you know, some people feel this way. I'm still giving it to Nikola Jokic considering he put up a stat line that's only been put up once ever before in NBA playoff history. But Torrey Craig, um, he got inserted into this game as the starting small forward after Will Barton was demoted. And personally, and I was wrong about this, I was very nervous about this. I thought that the Spurs would sag off Torrey Craig all the way into the paint and muck up the, the Nuggets offense. I thought Craig would... 
I didn't think that he would be able to hit enough threes to be able to get the Spurs to pay for doubling Nikola Jokic or sagging off of him on defense. But Torrey Craig comes into this game, plays 37 minutes, had six, shot 6 of 9 from the field, hit a career-high 5 three-pointers in this game in his first ever playoff start, had 8 rebounds and 18 points and a block shot, and was an overall plus 10 in this game. He was flying around. He was a defender defensive demon in this game that was all over the court. He gave so much effort. His rebounding was so important because the Nuggets had lost the rebounding battle in the first three games. And while, yes, they did lose it by one in this game, it wasn't like they were getting beaten on the boards this time. If the, if the Nuggets can play at least even, they're beyond talented enough to be able to not just keep the Spurs at bay, but to be able to run away with an extended lead. And Torrey Craig's eight defensive rebounds perfectly fell into that for Denver and they needed every last one of them to be able to make sure that they could get you know end those defensive possessions with an ex with an exclamation point so Torrey Craig was just again outstanding in this game and now looking forward I do expect that Michael Malone continues to start Torrey Craig against the Spurs he said after the game that he really wanted Torrey Craig to defend DeMar DeRozan and with him defending DeMar DeRozan that allows Gary Harris to defend Derek White which then in turn means that Denver's two best perimeter defenders are defending the two best perimeter threats on the Spurs team which is what Michael Malone talked about after the game when he was asked about the decision process the decision-making process to not start Malik and to start Torrey Craig instead. So his his decision to start Torrey Craig over Will Barton, it was a stroke of genius for this Nuggets team, and they needed every last little bit of production that Torrey gave them. So congratulations to Torrey for having a career best night in his first ever playoff start against the San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio in a must-win game four. But we have to talk about Will Barton, who, as I said before, was demoted back to the bench unit after struggling mightily for the first three games of this series. Still, though, Will Barton came off the bench, even though he was angry about the decision, he accepted it. This was not like Will Barton was causing issues within, ooh, sorry, I don't know what that is making that noise in my hotel room, so I'm sorry if you hear a weird buzzing, but um, Tory Craig or Will Barton, he was not happy with the decision. He told Michael Malone he doesn't agree with it, but he accepted it for the betterment of the team. And even though he played off the bench, he still got 15 minutes tonight. He may have only shot 3 of 10 from the field, but I don't care about those shooting numbers. His impact was undeniable on this game. I mean... There was a point at the end of the first quarter where the Nuggets were just playing an embarrassing first quarter in this game, and it looked like the Nuggets' playoff hopes were just dwindling by the second, but Will Barden entered that game and provided them with the spark that they needed to be able to propel themselves back into contention for this series. So Will Barton, it was more about the timing of his play than the actual overall numbers themselves. I mean, Will Barton was extremely important in this game, and the Nuggets don't win without him hitting all three of his three-point attempts and getting 12 rebounds, four, re uh, I'm sorry, 12 points, four rebounds, and two assists in this game. I mean, the Nuggets outscored the Spurs by five points in his 15 minutes of action. That's a big deal. So for Will Barton to not only accept the demotion despite the fact that he didn't agree with it, but to thrive anyway, it was huge. And I know people just kill Will Barton on, on the internet. It's so frustrating to me because... 
from my point of view, being able to be around the team as blessed as I am to do that, you get to see how Will Barton is the heart and soul of this team. He is the emotional pulse of this Denver Nuggets team. And when he was healthy and in a rhythm, he was lethal with this starting lineup and as a player overall. So while yes, it was clearly the right decision to pull Will Barton from the starting lineup in Game 4, that does not mean that Will Barton's role in this Denver Nuggets organization is suddenly falling apart within his hands. That is not what is happening, and I do expect Will Barton to start Game 1 of the 2019-20 season when the regular season next year comes around. So I do not think this was a that the decision to bench Will Barton is going to go beyond this playoffs themselves. We'll have to just wait and see, of course, because the NBA changes basically every three hours. But it, but this team does still believe in Will Barton. That is without a doubt still true. That's basically the really big, important parts of this game. There were a couple other random things, like DeMar DeRozan getting angry and whipping a basketball, or the basketball at an official and getting ejected late in the game. There was LaMarcus Aldridge playing such bad defense that Greg Popovich pulled him in the fourth quarter. There's the fact that Derek White looked like a regular, just human dude with Gary Harris defending him, which was a very big deal. Gary Harris did a phenomenal job defending Derek White tonight, and Denver's bench mob absolutely handled the Spurs bench unit once again. So overall, it's hard to find fault with what the Nuggets did tonight. It was an overall just gigantically positive game for them, and they needed a win like this to remind themselves that, yes, you can still be a dominant team even though you haven't been in the playoffs before. And for the first three games of this series, it just felt like Denver didn't fully understand what it took to win a playoff game. And If I'm right, which is just an anecdotal kind of observation, it just feels like the Nuggets realize what it takes now to win a playoff game against the Spurs, whether on the road or at home, and how to play their brand of basketball despite the fact that the game is changing as the playoffs are here. So what a fantastic game from Denver. What a fantastic game from Nikola Jokic. What a fantastic game from Jamal Murray, and what a fantastic game from Torrey Craig. It was a very, very important win for Denver. They are now tied 2-2 two and two in the series, and will head back to Denver to take on the San Antonio Spurs for Game 5 on, uh, what day is it now? I believe Tuesday? I don't know. I have lost track of what day it is at this point, but It's going to be a big-time game, and I will be back in San Antonio for Game 6, so I will have more information coming out and more podcasts from there. But until then, thank you for sticking around with the the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast despite all of my technological issues with my 10-year-old computer trying to do this. So I know it kind of gets infrequent from time to time as I struggle with that technology side of it as my computer disallows me from recording every once in a while, but... For the people that have stuck around and kept talking with this podcast and kept interacting and kept asking questions, thank you. I appreciate you. Please keep sharing this podcast so that we can get this podcast, um, that subscriber number, higher and higher. And another important thing to note is that this podcast is now on every major platform that I can think of for podcast. If there is a podcast platform that it is not on, please reach out to me on Twitter at TJ McBride MBA or, at, or on my email tmcbride3793 at gmail. My email is also in my Twitter bio. Reach out to me anytime for whatever podcast you may or podcast platform that you want to see Denver Nuggets Daily on. Also, if you're a sponsor of the, if you want to sponsor this show, you can use that same contact information to get a hold of 
with me and we can definitely talk about conversations to talk about some advertising on the, the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. But until next time, thank you guys so, so, so much for supporting this podcast. We will talk to you guys soon. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on condo insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you took minimalism too far because there's only one chair in your entire condo and your only entertainment is one card. Not even a deck of cards, but a single card. And all your guests have to share one plate and one fork, but you're convinced that less stuff means more freedom. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the overly minimalist broom closet you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on condo insurance. GEICO presents, yikes, another voicemail from your roommate. Sup, roomie? Hey, a pipe burst in the basement. It's completely flooded. Anyway, I called for someone to fix it, but in the meantime, I was thinking we could finally have that indoor pool party we've always wanted. I got some cool swan floaty things already going. Could you pick up some chips on your way home? Later. The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate isn't the brightest pool float in the flooded basement. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance.